such a beloved beverage. No, I got to see Kevin and Kevin used to do a segment on the show called Addendum with Kevin. You have to go way, 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 way back. And being that this is FF episode 2391, you'd have to go back before maybe to the FF episode 1000 or maybe FF episode 562 or something like that. But way back is when he was on so it's good to see him. It had been almost two years since I last saw him. And the last time I saw him, he was at a different brewery. Now he's at Almanac, which is in Alameda. And it's beautiful. Like the, It's got all this outdoor room. You can be outside. And then you're not too far, just a couple blocks from the bay. And the USS Hornet. And it's this, this huge decommissioned Navy base. And there's just all the... In fact, they used to film Mythbusters out there before they started building stuff on it again. Hey, and I, I, I'm I, not getting a, a, a plug for the... or anything in return for saying this about the food trucks, but they were pretty good. And the beer was great. And I had four beer. And here's today's podcast picture. That's the pluralization, isn't it? Four beer? And I have to say, and not all at once. It was over. I mean, I was there for quite a while, probably like six or seven hours. So it was divvied up, um, had a ride home. My lovely lady friend picked me up and I got there with the help of Bart and they picked me up, Kevin and his lovely lady friend. And there's the late great Basil the Boxer. And I actually walked around this area with him years and years ago. But there was not all this stuff. All this stuff has been built up since I was last there with Basil. So it was very nice to see it. Spent the day. They have a, a lounge area with a fake fireplace that keeps you warm somehow. I don't know. It's magic. And he and I discussed all kinds of things, Kevin and I, how he saw David Tell in concert and actually met him. He's a comedian who's about my age, maybe a little older and Tells it like it is. <laughs> Even to those wokesters in the audience that were not so happy to hear what he was saying. Apparently he told a bunch of young ladies, hey, don't you need to get back on the set of Euphoria? So that was, and he, he said, oh, apparently he, whenever he opens his mouth, something funny comes out. Unlike me, I just have musings that come out of my mouth. That's about it. But I will say I did not have a hangover from any of the wonderful beer that I had at Almanac. 
Unlike some people Who have what is called uh, Hang Hangxiety Hangxiety from a hangover? Yes Apparently it happens To those Cause you're basically You know Getting the nausea The headache The fatigue And then there's anxiety During a hangover Anxiety during a hangover Affects around 12% of people And can vary in severe Severity depending on the person As a body recovers From a night of drinking A hangover creates a state of Physiological stress Generally speaking Physiological stress happens When the body is under pressure Such as from an illness Or an injury A hangover kind of works the same way Not only does it cause changes to our immune system It also increases cortisol levels That's the stress hormone As well as blood pressure and heart rate Changes which also happen with anxiety The brain also experiences changes Involving dopamine The brain activity Dopamine is a type of neurotransmitter It's lower during a hangover Dopamine plays an important role in regulating anxiety. So that's why anxiety. The heightened stress during a hangover can also make it difficult for someone to cope with any additional stress that may happen throughout the period. This according to CNN.com. Yes, did you hear the, the liberal slant, the bent of the liberality happening as I was speaking to you just then? And the writer of that, the ultra, ultra liberal Craig Gunn. From the University of Bristol, which is so liberal. They're all there with their liberal tees. Going all liberal-ish. Liberals. The left. Ah. If you don't catch the fact that I'm making fun of how people paint CNN, then, then I'm going to point it out there. I'm making fun of them. Of the people that say that about CNN. Because hey There is some information here I believe I don't know if I've ever Experienced anxiety I did not have a Hangover though With this beer Uh, I do not I do not drink That often In fact this is probably Going to be it For the year (laughs) It's usually all done In one moment In fact the last time I saw Kevin I drank way too much And I Had A uh, What's it called A sour And that for some reason mixed with regular beer made me sick. So after that I was like no beer for I think all of 2020 and 2021. So here we are 2022. And part of it was I hadn't seen Kevin in a long time. And plus all the stuff I'm going through with my mom. And just you know after her passing it's it's been tough. So I needed a little something I had to let my hair down. The hair that I don't have had to let it down. Instead of pulling the hair out, I had to just let the hair down. If you're someone who experiences anxiety, the same technique that helps with anxiety will be useful. This includes meditation, practicing mindfulness, and self-care. Planning ahead of your night out to make sure you have the following day free to recover and avoid other stressors. Such as work and family problems may also deal with the additional psychological stress. Or just don't drink to extremes. That's the simple answer. That's the solution to all of this. 
A hangover can even be used as a bonding exercise where people can discuss their previous night of drinking with friends and even cope with feelings of anxiety together, says this article by Craig Gunn, who is a lecturer in psychological science at the University of Bristol. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton, the last place on earth. So yes, moderate, be, be moderate with your overindulgences. In other words, that wait, that doesn't work. Don't overindulge, I guess, is the thing. Outside a cafe anyway, on this Sunday, thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to chime in about anything we covered there, and chiming, I hope you, when you do chime, that you sound wonderful with your chimes and your chiming thoughts that are so chiming. 336MM daily, 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast will try to be. I couldn't do one yesterday. I got interrupted by life again. And I don't know, have I even talked about this yet? I think, I think maybe I'll talk about this later. I'm going to talk about this later. I don't feel comfortable talking about this. I talk about a lot on this podcast, but this particular thing, okay, I'll talk about it. No. Yes. No. Ah. All right. Well, later this week, how about that? How about I tease that we'll discuss something very interesting that happened on my Saturday earlier in the day before all the wonderful fun and mirth with Kevin and his lovely lady friend. We'll discuss that. And Kevin, by the way, was pointing out to me, I need to go down that weird rabbit hole of music information that I usually do, that I haven't done that lately. And I need to do that more often. Kevin also said that he will, at some point, do this podcast and take care of all the little sound elements that you hear, like A-Frame saying, here's today's podcast picture, and do the my cousin Anki saying um, Mike's Daily Podcast and all the rest. He's going to do it all in a podcast someday, which I will happily upload to Mike'sDailyPodcast.com and all the other places to listen to it. So one of the things that led to my mom's passing was heart issues. And it is very important that heart disease is a thing that could affect you, especially in the fact, in in the sense, the truth that in the U.S. heart disease kills someone every 36 seconds and it's the cause of 25% of all deaths. Now, if you'd like to dispute that, you know what, if you've done any anti-vaxxing rhetoric lately on the radio, If you're one of those Or on a podcast If you're one of those types of people That like to broadcast misinformation And say how the vaccine will kill Well Maybe this is your next step Is to say and tell me that Nope There's no such No such thing as heart disease We we all live forever We're all immortal Well Nope Fact is It is a thing It it is the cause of 25% of all deaths About 660,000 Americans die from heart disease annually, including my mom is unfortunately in that number now 
making it the leading cause of death across most racial groups, regardless of gender. The most common type of heart disease among Americans is coronary artery disease. And that also got my dad. So that decreases blood flow to the heart. The condition can cause heart attacks and even lead to heart failure. There's a lot of lifestyle factors that increase your chance of developing heart disease like excessive body weight, drinking too much, in connection with what we were talking about earlier in this podcast, and something my mom did, unfortunately, smoking. There are many ways to reduce your risk of heart disease as well, such as staying active, following a low-fat diet, cut out the butter, cut out the cheese, cut out the pizza, cut out, sorry, pizza makers, cut out just all the fat and maintain a healthy weight. In fact, and I, and I, I am not at the healthiest weight, so this is words to me as well. According to the heart, American Heart Association and the Cleveland Clinic, 80% to 90% of heart disease may be preventable. And I met, I mentioned um, Cleveland because I pulled this from STI Today. And that is in uh, the St. Louis is why it's called ST. Oh, it's STL Today. Sorry. STL Today. St. Louis Post-Dispatch. So there we are. Cleveland. And all that was mentioned in this article. So because they did some research on that helped with this. But 80% to 90% of heart disease may be preventable. High blood pressure not only increases your risk for heart disease, but it can also lead to strokes. High blood pressure or hypertension is a common issue in Americans. And that affects half of the adults in America. Many struggle to control their hypertension and it's estimated that only one in four adults with high blood pressure are managing their condition through lifestyle changes and medication. To better control your risk for heart disease, check your blood pressure regularly. This simple measurement can be done by a physician or with an at-home blood pressure monitor. Also try to control uh, high cholesterol. The CDC, anti-vaxxers mistrust the CDC, so they're not gonna listen to what I'm about to say, but roughly 38% of Americans, according to the CDC, live with high cholesterol. Cholesterol can come from two sources, blood cholesterol, which is produced by your liver, and dietary cholesterol, which comes from consuming meat, seafood, or dairy products. But Mike, I thought you're supposed to eat seafood to help your heart. Yes, that's the, but it's not all seafood. It's some. It's that plus a lot of people when they eat seafood, they have it deep fried, so that doesn't help. Uh, You want the salmon, you want sardines, you want mackerel high and good fats if you're eating those type of fish that's okay or it can help you with your um, heart that's what my doctor told me high cholesterol can stem from a number of risk factors including family history smoking there there that is again physical inactivity and being overweight, type 2 diabetes, and a diet that contains lots of trans and saturated fats, 
that can also contribute. To avoid high blood cholesterol, you can limit your alcohol, stop smoking, eat a balanced diet, and stay physically active. Of course, consult your doctor and a physician and expert with all of this. Smoking is bad for your health. In 2019, 34.1 million Americans regularly smoked cigarettes. Like high blood cholesterol and blood pressure, smoking tobacco can put you at risk for heart disease. And it can also lead to an addiction to tobacco. So quitting can be challenging. Counseling and medication can help you break your addiction and manage withdrawal systems, the symptoms. So also diabetes. There are several types of diabetes, including type 1 diabetes. It's a chronic issue and a serious health condition that impacts millions of people annually. And it occurs when your body can't move sugar from your bloodstream into cells. Type 2 diabetes, that's gestational diabetes. And pre-diabetes, typically those who are overweight over the age of 45 and have a family history of diabetes are at greater risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Regularly checking in with your physician is also an important aspect of living with diabetes. It can, you can help maintain healthy blood glucose levels. And also you want to manage your, to help with heart disease manage your weight excessive weight gain can lead to a host of chronic health issues along with heart disease there's cancer diabetes and being overweight is a complex problem it can stem from a number of issues ranging from genetics and health issues to diet and exercise Now check this out. Maintaining a healthy weight can start with consulting your physician and a nutritionist. Both can help you develop strategies to create and stick with a nutritious eating plan. And it can be done. It can be done. Being physically active can also help with managing your weight. The CDC recommends that most adults get 150 minutes of exercise per week. That's what they recommend. 150 minutes of exercise per week. So what is that? 30 minutes for five days at least. And it's a seven day week. So it can be done. This activity should include aerobics like walking or swimming and strengthening your muscles. Physical inactivity is a huge reason for heart disease. It is a widespread issue across the US. You wanna know which states particularly it's an issue? You ready? Can you guess? Is California one of them? Eh, no. I will tell you in alphabetical order who they are, though. Are you ready? Alabama. <laughs> that is no shock to me. Being that I lived in Alabama for two years, I saw a lot of inactivity going on. But people need to relax. I understand. But too much inactivity is no good. When surveyed, more than 30% of adults from these states said they did not participate in any physical activities outside of their job in the past month. An active lifestyle can not only help you avoid issues like heart disease and type 2 diabetes, but it can help you live longer and improve your mental health. 
And as I mentioned earlier, excessive drinking. While some believe that a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart, consuming too much alcohol can lead to a host of negative health effects. Because heavy drinking is hard on your body. Not only can it result in heart disease, but it can weaken your immune system and increase the risk of cancer, stroke, high blood pressure, alcohol poisoning. Drinking excessively is also known as binge drinking. The CDC defines as four or more drinks for women and over five for men. Drinking too much alcohol can also lead to addiction or risky behaviors such as driving while intoxicated. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans advises adult women to have no more than one drink a day and for men to have only two drinks or less a day. And what also can lead to heart disease is an unhealthy diet. Knowing the foods to eat and how much to eat can be confusing. The CDC recommends that this little easy tip to remember, have a more that the more naturally colorful your plate, the better. And the Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends that adults limit their daily caloric intake and eat a variety of proteins, vegetables, and whole grains. A variety of proteins. You mean I can't eat chicken every single day? No. And the chickens went, yay. And the... Vegetables, whole grains... Whole grains. How do you get the whole grains, Mike? Well, isn't there like whole grain bread these days that's popular? But whole grains. We'll have to look more into that at some other time. But it is important to incorporate lots of fiber, minerals, and vitamins into your diet. Which you can find in dark green vegetables, nuts, and fruit. And you want to limit sugars, salt, and alcoholic beverages. However, it's important to keep in mind that it's beneficial to maintain balance and enjoy comfort foods in moderation. And this according to STL Today, St. Louis Today. Excellent. St. Louis Post-Dispatch. So there you go. What do you think about any of that? You can call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily isn't what this podcast tries to be and gets interrupted sometimes. And finally, this interesting bit of news about Dua Lipa. She had a lot of big hit songs in the past couple of years. Had a quote-unquote duet with Elton John, even though it was not a duet. It just lifted parts of songs that Elton had sung and then she re-sang some of his songs, little bits and pieces of the songs. Oh, the NATO countries have a green light to send fighter jets to the Ukraine. Or to Ukraine. And that had been a thing that they were not allowed to do. They were avoiding that. So, did Dua Lipa rip off her biggest song? A new lawsuit claims the answer is... Yeah, 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 yeah. Article Sound System has filed a lawsuit against Lipa, accusing her of ripping off their song, Live, Live Your Life. And they say she ripped it off for, for his song, uh, for her song, Levitating. And is that the one that, 
what's the one? Is that the one that also sounds like the NXS song? Need You Tonight? The band's lawsuit accuses Lipa of copyright infringement, claiming it's highly unlikely that Levitating was created independently. The article Sound System song came out in 2017 while Lipa's Levitating debuted in 2020, part of her second studio album, Future Nostalgia. And that got nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. And it topped Billboard's 2021 Hot 100 Songs chart. The lawsuit is asking for damages and any profits Lipa, Warner Brothers, and others have made off the song. The claim comes after Taylor Swift was similarly hit with a copyright infringement lawsuit over her song, Shake It Off. Though that case has more to do with the lyrics than the sound. Songwriters Sean Hall and Nathan Butler claimed Swift riffed ripped off their song Play Is Gone Play which like Swift's track includes the phrase Play Is Gonna Play and Haters Gonna Hate Swift's team has dismissed a lawsuit but a judge has said it may proceed to a trial Olivia Rodrigo has also faced allegations of plagiarism leading her to add songwriting credits for artists including Swift whom she has cited as an influence She said it's disappointing when people take things out of context to try to discredit any young woman's work, says Olivia Rodrigo. And this from Yahoo News. Brendan Morrow wrote this from The Week found on Yahoo News. So, and that would be Yahoo.com. Yahoo. Hey, I don't know. It's tough to be a creator of anything in this world. And yours truly tries to do a podcast trying to explore what exactly is ballot harvesting. And YouTube thinks I'm saying that I agree that ballot harvesting existed. And I'm like, no, I just want to know what the heck it is. I don't think the 2020 elections were a fraud. Sorry. Sorry to people that, uh, well, my mom, for one, I think agreed, thought that they were a fraud, but. She did get vaccinated, though. She didn't think it was a huge conspiracy by Biden to mind control everyone. She agreed, no, you need a vaccine. You need to be vaccinated. And she did not die of COVID-19. But yes, it is something people think about a lot in this world. And there's a lot of misinformation. Just be careful. Just remember to fact check and all that. We're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Turn the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hi, Mike. It's Benito the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled little player, tell you what. What? You know, you, you talk about beer, and you talk about horses, and you talk about vaccines. Mike, I don't want to talk about any of that stuff. But your uh, wife, Benita, has a horse, Nilly. Yeah, I know. And what? You don't want to talk about that? Because, you know, talk about... Toby Keith singing about beer for his horses. You could talk about that. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Do you want to talk about me? 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 Oh, I get it. That's a Toby Keith song. <laughs> Next show, it'll be the wonderful Matter Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. And but we were saying hi to one more person. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. Has to run <laughs> wow. Okay, thank you. I could sure use some root beer. Uh, yes. 
Oh, the podcast picture is going to be from Florida. I forgot to mention that. Yes, my recent trip. So many interesting things happen and so many more interesting things are happening. And, well, can't go into it too much right now, but it's all very interesting. Drink it right now, can't you? I had some. Gosh. Ah, wonderful root beer. Next show, it'll be the people I mentioned just moments ago, and you can chime in. 336-MM-DAILY. Other ways to reach me, here's a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.